0: Again, back again, ladies and gentlemen. It is week numero siete. It is week seven of the NFL season. Yeah, you like that little Spanish, there, Lewis, to start off the week? Listen, well, we're going to be honest with you. Welcome to the Sunday card, ladies and gentlemen. Dan Zapano, Maddie Ice, Maddie C Matt Silberth, our esteemed producer, Lemon Pepper, Lou Paracone. We recorded this already on Wednesday night and nothing recorded. So we're here Friday morning. I hate mornings. They're horrible. I am night owl, Danny. But you know what? We sacrifice for the team. A lot of people are sacrificing for their team. This is this is what happens during the season. Team over over players. Let's go, Maddie.
1: The grind doesn't stop. We come up in the morning. We grind the coffee and we get to work. You know, we make picks every hour of the day. I don't care if it's before 8 a.m. I'll gamble.
0: That's fine by me. That's fine by me. I'm not going to stop just because it's the morning. Hey, hey. The Sharps get up early. Okay. Yeah. They are up at 6, 5, 6 a.m. looking at lines. So that's what we were doing this morning, rocking those, and rolling.
1: We're those old guys down at the craps table at 6.30 as soon as the dealer gets there and yep. pissing away the room money already. Grand,
0: grandfather me into that $5 table. God bless it. <laughs> I'll play for 16 hours. I don't care. Uh, let's, let's review the week that was. It was a week number six where we won. It didn't really feel. It was like a grind. It really was. It felt like a grind, man. But we both go three and two. We had four mine mills. We were on it. Our two that we weren't that we weren't on together both hit the under the weather hit. This close though on a Magic Moneyline parlay, Matty Denver Broncos. Uh, we're not riding anymore, right? I mean, maybe maybe as the highwaymen say, maybe we'll ride again at some point, but we're not. Uh,
1: we might ride with Brett Ripping. I mean, Brett, Brett Ripping might be in this. We might be riding, riding Ripping. I don't know. We got to Ripping and riding. Maybe. Ooh, I like that. I kind of <laughs> like, like that, that. one. That. Right, I on, feel back. like I, all right. I might be back on Ripping and riding. But yeah, uh, Monday night. That's I think why we felt beat up is that having to watch the Broncos and have money on it. That was. I mean, that really was a torturous uh, experience. So that's definitely why I fe- we feel like losers, even though we both go three and two.
0: Yeah, it was a good week. Um, I'll run right through it right now of our mind-meld picks. Losers, Jacksonville at the gun to the Colts off a back-shoulder, back-foot throw by Matt Ryan. I'm starting to get a little hazy on them. And then Carolina. uh, We thought, again, the worst mush of all time by me, texting Matt as it happened saying, is Jacob Eason going to get us through the back door? Interception as soon as I sent it. Horrible.
1: It <laughs> just sends a quick, never mind. <laughs> right <laughs> after that, following up. I was like, I just was, I was just seeing it in front of me. Dan's he he always 10 seconds ahead. And Oh, yeah. That was, that was a classic question. Yeah. Almost, almost got us in the back door though. Jacob Eason almost did pull it out, but. Mad Caroline's bad and gets worse as uh, we get some trade news that came up today, Chris, or yesterday, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. So we didn't get to talk about that on the show. Yeah. Blessing in disguise that we had this show uh, deleted, and we had to do this again. So Christian McCaffrey now, uh, Safe Francisco 49.
0: Thanks, John Wench. Um, I think I just looked at the text that I sent you, it just says, all caps, I apologize. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that was really bad. Uh, yeah, Christian McCaffrey for a second rounder, third rounder, fourth rounder, and a fifth rounder in 24 He's back in the Palo Alto area. His father played under Mike Shanahan, so he's playing under Kyle Shanahan. I We'll talk about it in the tears. Uh, we'll, we'll address it because I got something to say about it. Um, let's go to the winners that we had mind melding. Well, I mean, the Dirty Birds. I mean, the 6 0, baby. The Atlanta Falcons' continual outright winner against those 49ers. And then Denver Broncos didn't win, but they sure did cover. We knew the incompetence Bowl. We had to take the dog. Yeah, I'm happy to be back on uh, back with the Falcons.
1: So I'm feeling good. I feel, you know, I know uh, it's going to get dirty eventually. Like eventually, they're going to burn me, like they always do. But we're back. We're back in the club. We're back. We're drinking Bud Lights with Arthur Smith and the offensive lineman in the in
0: the room. I love. It. I love it. Absolutely love it. How about the rah rah Mike Tomlin spot? How about the Steelers, Matt? That I had no faith that that was going to happen, but it did. That was a good one.
1: Oh, right. Outright, outright winner. Uh, yeah, you still can't uh, get to grips that Tampa Bay is playing so horribly, and that mm-hmm. Tom is maybe not going to make the playoffs. But uh, you know, oh. you're going to come
0: to you're going to come to grips with that in your own time. Wow, this division got a lot worse? This yeah. So uh, <laughs> we'll just put it at that. Um, and then for me, it's Seattle. So Seattle, outright winner with defense uh, against Arizona. Shut them down. By the way, since it's Friday morning, we know Arizona. I mean, Andy Dalton was horrible last night with New Orleans. So Seattle, a good win against a good, I'd say a decent offense. Uh, Having Hopkins back certainly has helped them. So we'll see if that goes forward with Arizona. Let's do something interesting. This week, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to tier the league. We have seen them already. um, And now it's seven weeks in. Let's see where everybody is. So, Matt, I gave you a template. You did what you wanted with it. Um, I'm going to let you just roll right through. Let's start with the AFC tiers one through whatever. and You just roll through.
1: All right, so I have five tiers here. Uh, We'll start right at the top. I think, and honestly, maybe the top tier is easier to figure out just about the top and the bottom, and then the middle is kind of all over the place. But top tier is Super Bowl contenders here. AFC, I think, you know, we've got Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs. Doesn't need too much elaboration there. I have two other teams in here that I still think have a chance and things are just going wrong right now. Uh, the L.A. Chargers and the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens obviously have a fourth quarter problem right now. They can't figure out how to close games out in the fourth quarter, blowing leads left and right, but I still love this roster. I still love what Lamar's doing this year. Um, yeah, he's playing at a very high MVP level. And then the Chargers, I think, right now are just riddled with injuries. They haven't had Keenan Allen since week one. who was so important for them. Might be coming back this week, as well as some injuries on the offensive line. So I think that in due time, they're you know they can make a playoff spot and then potentially get healthy and and make a little bit of a run super bowl hopefuls is tier number two and here i've still got uh cincinnati whose defense is playing well and their offense i think is starting to get it together a little bit miami dolphins which i know you're sick you you hate you think that their defense is bad which i it's pretty bad right now but i also think there's potential jacksonville jaguars we love our jaguars here i Second-year quarterbacks are something to bet on in this league. Our, our man Simon Hunter from the Action Network has taught us one thing: second-year quarterbacks are the ones that can make that leap. Good to bet on them. That's why we also got to put Zach Wilson in the Jets in here because another second-year quarterback. Offense is looking electric. Defensive lines looking pretty good. Sauce Gardner. Some things could come together for the Jets and make some. You know, I, I could see them getting maybe getting a win in the playoffs and see where we go from Ooh. there. But Super Bowl hopeful with the Jets right now. We just we got to see. There's still a lot of the season left in the hunt is tier number three uh, in the hunt for a playoff spot. Tennessee, always right here, hard team to play, tough stuff. Uh, Mike Vrabel. they take on the the, the personal, uh, personality of their coach. Cleveland, we'll see what happens when Deshaun Watson gets back to that offense. The, you know, if, they know how to run the if, ball if Deshaun Watson comes back. Uh, but the defense right now is struggling. And then I would say the reverse problem for New England here, where the defense is great, running game is great, and we're just – Figuring out this quarterback thing here between two young Bucks. So uh the fourth tier is life support. Teams on life support. Indianapolis, Vegas, and Denver. Don't gotta say anymore. Nope. <laughs> don't gotta say anymore. Uh, and then see you at the draft teams that I just no shot this year. Houston and Pittsburgh, just because uh, Pittsburgh's defense is bad. They don't know what they're, you know, the quarterback situation is a mess. So that's what we got for that for AFC.
0: I don't hate it. I think I'm more cynical about it. I I hate most teams. I don't think there's a juggernaut team. And I don't think there's a terrible team in the league. So I actually did four tiers instead. Uh, I start with Super Bowl contenders at the top and I put two teams in there. Buffalo and Kansas City right now. Every other team has too many problems to think that they can go to the Super Bowl. Um, My second tier is Middlers and Riddlers. So this is a kind of strange choice. It's teams that are should be much better, but they're struggling, and teams that I just can't figure out why they're good. And a team that is kind of middling right now, Tennessee Titans. I think that they're obviously, you know, you said it, take on the personality of their coach, whistle while we work. Let's just keep rolling down and stacking up wins are the best team in that division. Cincinnati, as you mentioned, defense playing better, Burrow Chase connection getting there. I got New England in this one. Because, again, defense is coming together. Mac Jones probably going to play this week now against the Bears, it sounds like. Damian Harris may not be out for as long as we thought. They're getting healthier. Defense is stacked. Again, we knew that was going to happen. That's what they do in September. And then they, they, they get better as the year goes on. I will put the Jets in here. You have to respect them. I like the, the, the D-line of the young gang green here. I, they got to score some points and maybe throw the football around. But heck, if you run it like that, Breeze Paul, I mean, why not? And then I put the Chargers and Ravens in here. Ravens, because they can't do anything in the fourth quarter. Lamar has to play better. Like it or not, the last two games, he hasn't played well in the fourth quarter. And then the Chargers, again, I like their starters. Is their depth there? Their coach is an absolute idiot, so I can't put them in for Super Bowl contenders. The third category, I go fading fast. This team's have to win right now to, to have a chance to make the playoffs. Indianapolis, I haven't seen them play good all year, although they got that win over Jacksonville. And speaking of Jacksonville, they're in this category too because they need to play much better, especially, like I said, in the fourth quarter they are starting to lose these games. Cleveland, the defense just can't tackle. I mean, they just can't tackle. Outside of Garrett, I mean, they just don't do it. So they need to address that problem quickly. Pittsburgh is in this, but, again, they could be on life support, which is my fourth one. Because, again, they got a huge win, so they kept their season alive here. Quarterback issues afoot. Denver. Denver is uh, – I mean, we know all the the stories about Denver. We really don't need to explain it. And then I got Miami because they have one of the worst defenses in football. It might be the worst defense in football right now. And they have injury problems at the quarterback position. I don't see how anybody can look at this team and say they're they're primed to make a playoff run. I just don't see it. And then life support, Vegas, Houston. That's it. They got to win basically five of the next six to even have a shot. So that's where I am in the AFC.
1: Yeah, so the, one, the one thing I want to go back to about the Chargers, again, I, you mentioned, you know, you don't like the head coach. And I got to remind you how much we didn't like Zach Taylor last year. You know, we, we picked on him for quite, pretty much the whole season. And then he kind of flipped the script come the playoff time and they made the Super Bowl. So I, we, I, we still love that roster. I, still, I, I think that roster, I mean, half of it's hurt right now. But when that roster's back, we're going
0: to love it. I guess I'm just a New England cynic and don't like the West Coast. Uh, East Coast bias. East Coast bias. Let's go to the NFC, Maddie. What we got?
1: NFC. Um, I've got one less Super Bowl contender in my top tier here. Uh, just got three because it does feel like there's a little bit more weight at the top here. So, uh, clearly Philadelphia. And then I've got Dallas and San Francisco here. I think Dallas, their defense is more than capable of, of making a Super Bowl run. And now we're getting Dak back this week to see what this offense looks like with Dak back and that defense if they stay healthy um i think they've absolutely got a chance san francisco as we said we'll talk about in the tiers i mean they just got a lot better on offense they just got christian McCaffrey in here we already think i think they're the best defense in the league right now um they're also super hurt right now they will be back ready to go by playoff time but christian McCaffrey and that Kyle shanahan run scheme it is really something to fear now and then obviously you got guys like Debo Samuel Brandon uh, you having a breakout year uh I think they are right in the mix for the Super Bowl Tier number two, Super Bowl hopefuls, uh, Tampa Bay. So, uh, you know, I would say some people might think Tampa Bay is a little higher. I think that Tampa Bay, they've got a lot of things figured out. Tampa, uh, Tom Brady is – I don't know what's going on with him this year. Not practicing on Wednesdays, going to the weddings, last minute, flying by himself, not with the team. Crazy stuff. I mean, that's not Super Bowl winning football, and Tom Brady probably would tell you that himself. Uh, Minnesota, uh, also 5-1, and one, but – I just, they don't look like a good five and one team. And another not a good five and one team is the giants where it's, again, they might not look good, but we got to respect what they're doing. They're looking like they're going to you know, make the play, make the playoffs in this spot, even though the rest of the NFC East is, is falling out as well. I've got two teams, in the NFC East above them. So five and one New York giants, as much as I can't believe it, every time I see it, they are super Bowl hopeful. And I just don't know That's if that defense phrase. is going to be able to hold. I don't know if it's going to hold a little bit playoffs That defense, mm-hmm. this, this luck that they're having um, in the hunt. First team here, which another one I thought I was gonna have a little higher. I had to scratch it out. Green Bay Packers. I had them have in my super Hopefuls category. I had to pump them down just because they, they don't have really anything going for them. Like we were talking about oh, they got the defense and up, the offense, this, that. They don't got their offense is horrible. They're the worst ranked rush defense in the league right now. Like the Packers have a ton of problems to figure out. and Rogers doesn't look like he wants to be there any more than Brady does. Um, in the hunt as well, I have uh the Rams. Rams' offense we've talked about has been putrid they've got to get that going seattle someone who has figured out the offense and i think their defense is starting to get a little better right now they were bottom you know two three teams in the league defensive metrics they're working their way up they're in 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 dvoa and some of the stats i think they're figuring Mm -hmm. things out they'll be at least league average by the time playoffs come around so they can make some noise and be in the hunt and then atlanta like we said that this this run scheme, that run, that game, that style of play travels. I mean, that is going to do you well later in the year. Uh, but again, they've just got their defense is 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 hard to trust right now. Teams on life support in the NFC: Arizona, Detroit, Detroit's. We love them, but they are just – I mean, having only one win. I was just another one shocked by them. so good against the spread, and we feel like we win with them all the time. All, They're only one in four. All, so, brawn,
0: all brawn, no
1: brains with that. Right, <laughs> exactly. Can't, can't close out games, win the hard one. Uh, so Detroit, Arizona, Washington, and New Orleans. Because New Orleans, again, the ping pong match, and we saw it even more last night. Yep. Maybe I should put New Orleans at sea at the draft after that game last night. Uh, but see at the draft teams are pretty easy. Chicago and Carolina, the two of them. Too just
0: bad rosters. Bad, and even worse now. Um, I went a little different Super Bowl contenders. Obviously, Philly, they have to be in there. They're a preseason pick. I think San Francisco now with McCaffrey is the favorite to go. I think they're the best roster. They're best equipped, and they have the most – their defense is the best. Now their offense might be the best, scheme-wise, and the players that they have for it. It's ridiculous. I love it. I keep Tampa in this list, and and look, I get it. They're not playing well. They just have too much talent, and they have too much experience to not play well in the playoffs. Their defense is still very good, still very good. I will say this, though, Matt, and I'm obviously going to be late to the party. I told you this on Wednesday. It's been 20 years. I love the guy. He is becoming extremely unlikable to me. And it's, it's very hard to say that. And I said it to you again, he's becoming a LeBron James light. That's like a very horrible thing to say for me, but he's becoming that. And and he needs to get his head out of his keister and have stopped having yes men say yes to him all the time because he, he, he needs to come together with this team. Middlers and Riddlers, Minnesota, Paper Tiger 5-1 team. Don't see it. Don't like it. They honestly, if there's a place for Odell Beckham to go to put a little juice in some teams, that's a team I would love to see. There was a big, Mm -hmm. fake headline yesterday about that. Um, The Rams, for all the things you said, offense can't figure it out. They're beating bad teams, they're passing the peace pipe around that is the Carolina Panthers and just beating them. I do not like this team right now. They're not playing well. Atlanta I got Atlanta I got to respect them they won a game again against a good team throwing 14 passes so you know if you could do that you're pretty creative I like Arthur Smith Seattle exactly like you said offense is great but figuring it out on defense Dallas I leave Dallas in this because when Dak comes back I'm afraid they're going to change back to what they were doing so I want to see McCarthy have some discipline I love the defense though and I don't know the Giants I mean I have to put them in here but I could easily put them in. I can't put them in fading fast. They're not doing that. Like, they're just winning stupidly games they shouldn't. So, uh, that coaching staff is is great. But, God, they're such a dumb football team with the players on the team. Um, fading fast, uh, I'm taking New Orleans out of this. I'm putting them on life support. The only fading fast team is Green Bay. They need to win right now. Backs against the wall, come together as a team. And they can do it. They just got to execute. They're like one – Orlovsky had a great – video today about that, like yesterday that, that shows why they need to do that and how they need to do it. And then life support teams, the garbage of the of the of the NFC. New Orleans now after last night. Arizona, I'm not putting them in fading fast. They still suck. Uh Washington, Chicago, Detroit, and obviously Carolina is the worst team.
1: Don't you hate the NFC? You got so many teams that have, a lot of life support teams, the NFC. It does feel a little bit more top heavy than well, I mean there's definitely a very few teams, like you said, that Middlers and Riddlers category is, is spot on because there is just a billion teams sandwiched between two, three, and four wins. Yep. I mean, just a, the entire league is basically there. So figure it out as we go. We'll see. Uh, that was a mm-hmm. uh, first first quarter reviews uh, of the first quarter of the season. We'll, we'll do this again in another six weeks uh, and then be at the playoffs and then figure it out at the Super Bowl.
0: That we shall. But, you know, I we'll show – what? Uh, so I, I'm
1: just so mad. I didn't get this. I, I was looking at futures. I was saying early. earlier. I was looking at futures on San Fran. I just checked out what they are now after they got the McCaffrey trade. They were plus nine fifty to win the NFC. When I looked like yesterday, two days ago, they're down to plus six fifty now. And I didn't ah. put it in because of, I was waiting for after this weekend. And now I
0: now I just wish I did. Uh, it, it is a absolutely brutal one if you didn't get it in. And luckily, I mean, we had a preseason, so we'll see exactly what goes through. Uh, as we go along into the regular season, into the playoffs, let's get to the picks. Matty, you won last week because we tied and you have a better record. (laughs) So pick or punt.
1: I will pick this week, Daniel. I will pick. And because we just got something that we've been doing all year. I think it might be the seventh time in a row that we're doing it. And that is fading the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, we will be taking the Tennessee Titans minus two and a half here for our first pick. Uh, we've been doing this all season. Like I said, I think I've picked them just about every or picked against them every single week. Uh, you know, just because they beat, they beat a Jacksonville team that they've seen twice. Now, of course I'm, I might be stepping in it where they've seen Tennessee once already. And, uh, you know, these games in division are super close, but when I picked Tennessee, when they were on the road last time, I said, these are always field goal games. If you get above a field goal in this one with the points, you take them. Well, I'm getting below a field goal with the Titans at home coming off of a bye. uh, and I just think that they they dominate this matchup uh, no matter where they are. Indianapolis has played significantly better at home. They have been absolutely horrible. Anytime that they have to go on the road this year, They've they, anytime they go on the road, their offense is absolutely putrid. Um, so I'm not going to let what happened last week against Jacksonville skew me here. Mike Grable coming off of a bye is also great. He's 4-0 straight up and against the spread uh, coming off a of bye, covering those games by – uh, nearly 20 points, 19.1 points per game. He's covering those games by. Mm. Um, as well as uh Tannehill seven to two against the spread coming off a buy And just in general stat, not regarding just the Titans, favorites of a field goal or less coming off of a full buy over the last 15 years are 46, 27, and five is 63%. So I think again, these divisional matchups I'll always take a team getting over a field goal, getting a short home dog here. I'm gonna k- take Tennessee and we're gonna keep fade Indianapolis.
0: Well, you convinced me on Wednesday, and I put it in yesterday to do Tennessee minus two and a half. They're in my leans category. I, I do like this. I think it's just the right spot. Indy is winning games that they should not win, and Tennessee off a bye. I love that. I love the spot for Rabel to get an extra weekend on a team that he really knows anyway. So good pick. I like that one. All right. What do you got for me? Well, I, you know, I think this is ugly, and the number has come way down against me, so I'm a little nervous. But you know what? I did buy in on buy back in on this team as the number has come down throughout the week. It's against the it's against the sharps. It's a public play, but I think it's a back against the wall game for the green team. I'm gonna go with the Green Bay Packers. I'm gonna take them minus four in Washington this weekend. Look, I get it, they haven't played well. And this is a bad spot to take them as a road favorite of this big. But they need to respond here. And I think they do get it because Washington's offense is so horrible. Tied for 27th in yards per attempt, 23 sacks allowed. That's worst in the league in the NFL. Last in yards per play, averaging 17 points per game. And look, maybe Heineke does come in with the Wentz injury and maybe he sparks him, but he's just eight and nine in his career against the spread. It's not like this guy's like a world beater. He's he didn't come in like he's not Teddy Two Gloves here coming in as a, as a dog. It's Taylor Heineke, you know. Uh, look, home dogs in the last decade off extended rest, which that's Washington this week, 30, 45, and two in the last 10 years against the spread. And look, Rogers, I actually love his attitude this week. He's relaxed. They've lost two games in a row. And I know people think, oh, it seems like he's checked out. He's this, he's that. I just think he's relaxed. I think they, have, they are this close to figuring it out. I think they finally do this week. Off of a loss of 14 points or more, Rodgers is 11-4-1 against the spread in his career, including his last eight in a row in that situation. It's the public play of the week. It's stinky cheese, but the cheese stands alone. Give me Green Bay Packers minus four.
1: Well, you already you know this is coming, but the people don't know is that mm-hmm. – we're going to have our first head to head of the year on this game here because yes. I am taking the side of the sharps and back in the public or not back in the public. Uh, as you said, the tickets right now, 54% on Washington, 82% of the money on Washington. So I will roll with the sharps here, taking the home dog in this spot. And it, I'm allowed to now uh, again, there's been so many times this year when I looked at Washington in their spot and I said, damn, it'd be really nice to back Washington right now. But Carson Trick and once is their quarterback. And I told myself, Many moons ago, that that would never happen again. I would never back Carson, Carson Wentz led team. We get Taylor Heineke in here now, uh, so let's crack open some Heinekeys and have a good time on Sunday and beat the cheeseheads. Um, I, I think that the Packers are just reeling right now. I know that maybe I'm maybe I'm trying to kick a team while they're down. I should be buying buying low on the Packers, but they, like you said, they're still a road favorite. They lost two weeks in a row as as more than a touchdown favorite, um, and, and the Packers dead last in rushing DVOA. I think that. Washington will be able to feed the ball to Brian Robinson. He just made his first like full load start last week. I think that they are going to really try and work him into the offense. Let Taylor Heineke, you know, do as little as possible to try and lose this game and just take care of the ball. Uh, And not to mention again, I just, I don't have any faith that the Packers will put up points. This will be a low scoring game. Uh, My trend that I have for this game is, is home underdogs with an over under below 42 uh, are 41, 24 and one against the spread since 2018. So I think that this game is tight. I don't know if Washington wins this game outright, but I, I just can't see the Packers separating themselves anymore. Uh, I liked it more obviously at five and a
0: half, but we'll take the four and a half that it's down to now. Well, I hate this because Maddie always beats me in head-to-heads, and I just and, and especially this team and, and having it be the Packers who are playing like garbage. But Aaron Rodgers, he's given you problems in the past. So yes,
1: yes, oh. if. If this was again me betting on Carson Wentz against Aaron Rodgers, it would be let me just like hand, let me just Venmo you now because that's, <laughs> that's just, it's all over, it's done with. But
0: we got Taylor Heineken. All right, all right. I can see your point. I'm still riding with mine though. Uh, number four for me, listen, uh, West Coast, Best Coast. I know we have East Coast bias, but this week I, I'm kind of staying away from a lot of the East Coast teams for the most part. I, I got to go back to the well. I'm, I'm riding on the wings of Seahawks. I am going Seattle, baby, plus six in L.A. against those idiot coach Chargers. Look, the reason being they're getting six points right now. Actually, what is it down to, five now? Down to, down to five. Down, yeah. down to five. So I'll, I'll, I'll be fair and, and go plus five, but I still like it. Seattle's offense continues to impress putting up numbers. We know the numbers. First in completion percentage, fifth in yards per attempt, third and passer rate, 5.3 yards per carry with two backups. I kind of like that. Fifth and third down offense, and that 5.3 yards per carry goes against the worst yards per carry team giving up defense in the league, in the Chargers, who apparently are supposed to have this great defense with Brandon Staley. No thank you. They're only getting pressure on the quarterback 18.4% of the time. Tied for 27th in opponent's yards per play, so they're giving up explosive plays, something that Seattle thrives on. Great matchup for Seattle against a defense that does all the things that they like to do wrong. So I, I like the Chargers here, and their offense has really been average. They haven't really been doing a lot of things, and I know they've been injured. Geno Smith, too, eight of his last ten games as a dog, he has covered, and he's two and zero against the spread on short rest against teams on short rest, which the Chargers obviously, the Monday night winner, which we always fade. Remember that coaching matters this week. It's Carroll versus Staley. That's a mismatch. Seattle plus five.
1: Yeah, I like this one. This is this is like my number one. lean. I almost got them in here, but um, yeah, I, I like the matchup with the Chargers. Like I said, a team that's going to play a ton of man, and I think that Geno, it would lock it, and Lockett and Metcalf can absolutely torch him. I mean, your man, your, your boy JC Jackson got benched in the second half last week, and now we're just going to start him again. Like I, I don't know. That just feels bad vibes all over the place for that defense right now. And like I said, they've got, they've also got their injuries, so. Uh, I like this spot. I like this pick for Seattle.
0: Uh, Jack Jones on the Patriots is the new Mr. INT now. So uh feeling that will but just saying, what is what is
1: Bill feeding these cornerbacks into I, I don't know.
0: Games? I don't That's know how to
1: get the most out of them. But um, <laughs> go to your next point. We'll, we'll go on here number three. And this one we again we, we said this. I don't know if I'm stepping in this one, if I'm going against it, but I'm gonna take the Detroit Lions coming off the buy plus oh. seven against the Dallas Cowboys. Now we've got two teams here that since the beginning of uh, of last season are two of the, be- the top three teams in-, in against the spread record. Uh, the Cowboys are the number one against the spread team since the beginning of 2021. And the lions are number three, like we said, but the lions, the lions have a way worse actual record <laughs> from that, from that span. So they just, they know how to hang in games. Um, you know, some worries about Jared Goff going against his defense, but uh, this offensive line is so good. And I think that they are going to be able to ne- neutralize some of the pass rush. Um, they they needed the bye week so bad. They were very injured. They were one of the you know the most dinged up, nicked up teams going into the bye. Uh, last time we saw them, too, they lost. They got shut out by New England. So I think that public opinion right now of, of Detroit is very low. I still like this offense. This offense is still capable of scoring 30 points a game like they were. And they get to play indoors. Again, that was their first outdoor game of the year when they went up to New England last, uh, last we saw them and, and, and got absolutely – the crap kicked out of them. They got kicked down the street by, by Bill and the boys. So I just think that another thing with Dak coming back in his first game, I mean, we have got an injury on the throwing thumb. We don't know how he's going to look throwing the ball. Uh, and like you said, if McCarthy wants to go back to his old ways and not like kind of game manage this, like they were doing with Cooper rush and pounding the rock with their two running backs. If they ask Dak to do too much in his first week coming back, I think that Detroit can absolutely stay within one score uh, between them playing indoors the good offensive line to neutralize that. And Dak Prescott coming back his first week, I think that Detroit plus seven here, a good chance of staying inside this number.
0: Again, you've convinced me. This is one that I put in my leans because the other reasoning behind that, and I like all the things, I like the, the Dak coming off of injury reasoning and all that stuff. This is a sharp play. Fifth, right now, yeah. 50, 50% of the bets are on both teams, 86% of the money is on Detroit. I think it's just too many points. If this was, you know, five, four and a half, yeah, maybe I'd consider Dallas, but seven, still. I mean, Dak coming back his first game, like you said, I kind of like the Lions. Good pick, Matty.
1: Yeah, let's see. Let's see how, uh, again, the he rushes back to really, looks like Russell Wilson, who still hasn't gotten it back from when he did this last year when he came back to really with with a throwing thumb injury.
0: Mm -hmm. Same situation. Okay, number three. Well, I told you I love this team now to get to the chip, so we're going to start taking them, especially now if they got a brand-new weapon in the building. Give me the 49ers at home as a dog in the Kyle Shanahan special, the Jimmy G special, best spot in the world for these two cats. 49ers, Chiefs this weekend in Santa Clara. Numbers come down. I got it at three earlier in the week. It's come down to now two because of where it is right now. Um, so, and, and then the McCaffrey trade, but this is a great spot, not just for Kyle, but for Jimmy, Jimmy is 16 and four in his career as a dog. And we know Shanahan has money as a dog. I get it. We're looking at injuries defensively, what have you, the injury report, which I actually should have pulled up now because we there's a lot less clarity on Wednesday that there was Today but gotta wait for that injury report I think Bose is probably gonna play I think they're also getting Jason Verrett back As a corner I could be wrong about that But I think they are Um, So we'll see that'll help them out In the secondary which is the most injured And here's an odd stat for you Teams that Play Buffalo the week Before they play another team Since 2020 15 and 23 against the spread Buffalo just beats teams up Tough back-to-back week matchups for the Chiefs. They really should have won last week. I think this is just too much for Kansas City as they go along. Tough game last week where they played really well. Now they've got to play an even more physical team in San Francisco this week. D'Amico Ryans will scheme things up even with backup guys. Scary, but now with McCaffrey coming in, I feel a little better. I'll take the Niners.
1: Yeah, this one the 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 public the the money and the bets are all over Kansas City here. I don't know. This one it's too hard for me to take with, with the amount of injuries that the 49ers have and I, I now I do think especially with the McCaffrey news I do, I think some money's going to flood towards the 49ers and the, the, that that new that new toy and that new tool that they have and and I don't know. This is going to be a a good game to watch. Another good game to watch with Kansas City also not in a prime time spot, which I don't know why. Um, That's true. I don't know why they can't get We this need to
0: switch out the Broncos for these guys <laughs> yeah. so bad.
1: Really? And, like, I mean, Dan, really? Like, Pats and Bears Monday night? Like, we can't have, like, this game on Monday night? We got to watch – everybody's got to sit there and watch 60 minutes of of running the ball. <laughs> like, <I won't, laughs> run the ball I won't poorly, complain. not running the ball, like Kyle
0: Shanahan runs the ball. I won't complain.
1: Yeah, of course not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Number two here, Dan, I I think that you're going to like this one with me. I know you're going to like this one with me. The Houston Texans plus Mm -hmm. seven against who are the Vegas Raiders to be favored by a touchdown to anybody? I know that we just said in our rankings that Houston is, see, at the draft, bottom tier of the league. But Vegas wasn't very far ahead of them. Uh, I just – I don't see how they could – you know, I could see Houston staying in this game, covering the spread. Um, I I love – the offensive coordinator, Pep Hamilton, that guy is like a maniac. He loves to call like crazy trick plays. So haven't given him an extra week to, to dial up something nuts, uh, some double end arounds and some flea flickers. And, and God knows what we're going to see out of Houston this week. They love to go crazy and kind of make some offense happen uh, as well as Damian Pierce. Now is getting the load of the work uh, for them. Both these teams coming off the bye, So there's no advantage either way, as far as the rest goes, but uh, this co- the coach's history coming off the bye. Lovey Smith is better in this spot eight and five against the spread uh, coming off the bye versus Josh McDaniels, just one and four uh, are his teams coming off the bye in his career as a head coach. Not to mention that, again, I just think it's too many points for the Raiders. The Raiders don't, we like to bet the Raiders as dogs and like these sneaky spots where they can surprise people and the, the, the stats back it up. Derek Carr as a favorite in his career uh, is 14, 25 and one. That is just 36% against the spread. Um, and when he's a favorite of more, of a touchdown or more, he's one in four against the spread in his career. So he's just never really been the guy in this spot. Uh, we love how hard Houston plays, even though they don't have the best roster. Um, but I think this coach will get them to, to play hard here. So give me Houston plus seven. Again, just another spot of, of just too many points, in my opinion.
0: First game I took on Sunday night when I saw it, it was Houston. They're my number one play of the week. I normally don't, don't give it out, but this is so good Houston is the pros-Joes game of the week. Houston getting – I'm sorry, Vegas getting 58% of the tickets. Texans getting 88% of the money. This is so easy. Taking candy from a baby. Look at the Houston defense playing outstanding. Third in opponent's completion percentage. Fourth in opponent's passer rating. Here's the big one. Fourth in red zone defense. The Raiders are 27th in red zone offense. I love that. They're not going to let them score in this spot. Plus, they have a turnover differential of plus three. They take care of the football, and Vegas just doesn't. I mean, Carr has just not played well. Darren Waller is probably not going to even play in this game, it sounds like, again. So, another hit to the offense. Plus, the Vegas defense is horrible, horrible. 28th in opponents' completion percentage, 27th opponent's yards per attempt, 31st opponent's passer rating, eight measly sacks. And, Matt, here's the great thing. Houston can run the ball in the red zone because – they're dead last in red zone defense and are giving up 26 points per game to do so. Put it all on red, not on black this week at the roulette table because it's Houston, baby, and the Vegas Raiders have a problem.
1: Yeah, they do have a problem. It's called Davis Mills. He's <laughs> going to be in their grill
0: this week. Big, long-neck Davis Mills. He's coming for throats. I love that. I love that. All right, we got the nice mind meld, beautiful, coming together. Matty Ice, I need a number one play. Give it to me.
1: The number one play this week, Dan, you're not going to like very much because we're going head-to-head. Okay. And it's with your San Francisco 49er game. Ah. Uh, I, I told I, I couldn't could really back you up on that one. Normally I would. Uh, Shanahan, Jimmy in the spot of being a dog, like I said, that great numbers against the spread, but I just, I, this, this, the injuries I think are piling up. Now I do have, I did pull up the practice report. There are going to, they are going to have some people back, I think, but again, there's, there's a lot of guys that last week they started the game. They came out and didn't play the whole second half. Um, McGlinchey is one of those guys. He is, he logged a limited practice. Uh, we know that they will be without uh, Kinlaw and Armstead. So that is the entire middle part of their, their defensive line. Um, They're 2D tackles. Nick Bosa is practicing. Uh, he, you know, with, with his groin injury, he put in a limited practice. Trent Williams put in a limited practice as well, but I do think they are going to be hurt in the secondary. Uh, to who Hufunga, I know I just murdered that name, but <laughs> he's still in concussion protocol. I, I am not expecting him to get back this week. Javarius Ward was hurt last week. He's not playing. We already know they're without Emmanuel Mosley for the year. Um, the other, Their other Ward is also hurt. Uh, their other Ward cornerback is... is, is Possibly not going to play. They've got problems on the offensive line as well, like with Trent Williams and Mike McGlinchey. There are two tackles being hurt, and and a stat that goes against your uh you know your your Shanahan stat is, is Patrick Mahomes as less than a field goal favorite, anything as a dog or less than a, a a favorite of less than a field goal. He is 16, five and one against the spread in his career, uh, as well as Mahomes coming off of a loss. He's twelve and three straight up. He is eight and one straight up, coming off of a loss on the road. Uh, six and zero oh in that exact spot since 2019. So I just think that great time to buy in on my homes. Great time to to, to buy it on the Chiefs. I'm kind of hoping now again that all the money is on is on Kansas City. This is a very public play for me. Uh, and the last time I did this, it exactly with Kansas City going against the Sharps uh, in the Indianapolis spot. They blew that game uh, with dropping Travis Kelsey dropping a wide open touchdown because the roof was open, couldn't see in the glare, but. I'm doing it again here. I got to go back with Kansas City. I just think that I don't know. I don't know why uh, San Francisco with these injuries. I just I just can't back. them. I just can't back them right now.
0: Oh, I really don't like it when we're on opposite sides. I usually get the brunt of that, but this one I don't see. This one I don't see. I just back to back weeks against two tough teams. San Francisco, I think will be healthier than than people realize. God bless you, Maddie. I mean. I, I don't like being pulled apart, but if you make me do it, I'm coming for throats. Hey, I'm going to stomp you out. <laughs> the least intimidating thing I've ever heard from the both of us. Uh, well, in the spirit, it's early, it's early. Yeah, it's early. Uh, look in the spirit of, you know, being selfish, you know, you know what I'm going to do for this last pick, because this is the easiest game on the board oh, outside gosh. of Houston Give me New England all day long. This is the biggest coaching matchup I've ever – this match I've ever seen in my life. Are you kidding me? Are the Bears going to score a touchdown? Uh, are they in Foxboro Monday night football? Bill in prime time? Oh, my goodness. And Mac Jones is now back in the lineup? Good Lord. I'm not sure how much they score here. I mean, you got to look at how New England has played the last couple of weeks in, on defense. They're sixth in three categories. Opponents' yards per attempt, sacks, and pressure rate. And they're playing just in field. So that might be the best recipe for success I've ever seen in my whole life. Look at this team offensively. 31st in completion on un- un- passer rating. Last in completion percentage. By the way, they run the ball at the largest clip of anybody in the football. The Patriots just shut down the number one rushing team in the league, and the Browns held them to 70 yards. I think we'll be okay here. Plus. Bill versus Iberflus, Bill versus Fields. I mean, there's so many factors here. Since 2019 as a touchdown favorite or higher, that's last year of Brady and on. 12-6-1 against the spread, Bill is uh, in that situation. He's 7-3-1 against the spread on Monday Night Football. And Justin Fields, man, I just I can't get over it. He can't read a defense. He is 1-4 against the spread in primetime night games. Move over Papa Bear House. There's a new number two coming for shoeless throats. And we're talking about coming for throats all morning this weekend. But Papa Bear House, he's going number three. Bill's moving to number two. And the Pats are going above 500 this week in a big way. I told you that he's what was the team total again that the, that the Bears were?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you couldn't convince me of this one, but we did find it but that I we liked a lot. The team total for the Bears is 15 and a half. So, I mean, that's a joke. I, I don't I don't think they're going to score two touchdowns but even if they were to do that you'd still be able to cover that that line so that was one you convinced me of and that we locked in uh, with Bolt was locked in when we did this first time around so uh, I think Bears team total under 50 and a half might be might be really the play of the week but it's, it's scary to lay that many lay down that many points with uh, with New England with you know an offense that not exactly is, is elite but again shutting down a, a one-dimensional, offense should be no problem for Bill Belichick I mean they are just going to absolutely force Justin Fields to throw the ball and that's probably not going to go
0: well probably not I love how he like went on a seven minute diatribe like to open his press conference by telling us how great the Bears were and I was just like this is not like Mike Ditka 85 Bears like these these guys suck like these guys are horrible but he's talking about how great they are and kick return and all this. It was hilarious.
1: He, he will talk up any opponent to make them feel good about themselves. He will never, ever downplay an opponent.
0: Oh God, he's becoming so much more likable now for me. Um, okay. Patriots minus eight. That's the final pick. It's my number two pick, but we'll go with the final pick there. Leans, Maddie, I've got a couple more, but I want to hear yours first.
1: Leans, uh, like I said, had, had Seattle in there for sure. Atlanta, I'm going for 7 half yeah. gets the spread. I just got, you know, I said, I'm happy to be back, but it did feel a little, a little dangerous against Cincinnati. we do like Cincinnati's figuring it out. But again, I will say that uh we we're expecting DJ reader to be out for Cincinnati. So Atlanta's rushing attack, but you know, stopping Atlanta without your number one run stopper might be hard for them. Might be hard for them. Um, Thought about Carolina when it was at 10 no and a half to 13. Now there's no chance. There's nobody th- to score points in that team now that, uh, now that McCaffrey's gone. So I just, I can't touch that one at all. Uh, I might even, I might even like 10, they might 13, because I think that they are <laughs> so due to just blow a team out. Um, And then this is another one you would have hated the giants plus three. I, I think that uh, this giants plus three against Jacksonville Jaguars. I just, why are they still a dog? This team keeps winning I'm, and I'm not going to back Jacksonville's favorite. We, we talked about, how bad that is. They've been a favorite, I think, all three times in the past like three seasons, and they've lost every time. So uh, I'm not gonna back Jacksonville as a favorite here, and we gotta keep maybe the books haven't caught up on the Giants yet, or maybe they know exactly what they are, that's why they won't post us a favorite. But I don't know, that game's confusing, but I would take the points.
0: That game stinks. I mean, I talk about that game just that is a that is a landfill game in Jacksonville. I mean, that's horrible. I mean, there's gonna be a ton of Giants fans there. I don't know why the Giants are dogs of that much. Like, that's just a very, very not good game. Speaking of dogs, um, <laughs> I switched a little bit. I told you I like Detroit, and you convinced me on that, and you convinced me on Tennessee. We are riding Atlanta. I don't care. I mean, at, at this point, you just ride it till it dies. I, I, again, I mean, Cincinnati, I mean, they're playing better, but still not a perfect team. I flipped on a lean because I asked you about Aline last this week. And I said, I think I like this. I think I like this. And then I looked at the numbers. I said, actually, I think I like the other side. You're gonna hate it. Denver Broncos. I yeah. like them. I, I like <laughs> them. I like them. I got them plus one now. I got them plus one. I found a plus one out there. And well, went from minus three to plus one. I I, I hate to do that to you, Lewis. Because I, I did like the Jets early in the week. But look at the – 79% of the bets are on the Jets. 53% of the money is on the, on the Broncos now. I mean, Brett Rippin makes me feel a lot better, actually, I, honestly.
1: It does. And, again, I think this, this – I think it's really the defense of the Broncos going up against Zach Wilson. I mean, Zach yeah. Wilson <laughs> – all right, this is another stat we heard from our man Chris Raybon out of the Action Network. Uh, Zach Wilson's passer rating this year, when, when not pressured, like 111. He's playing great. Like, really good passer rating. Under pressure, he has a quarterback rating of three. That's all, three when he's under pressure. And as, again, as bad as the Broncos' offense is playing, the defense is great. Patrick Sertan is eliminating an entire side of the field. Uh, and then, like I said, even without Randy Gregory there, Brandon Browning has been playing out of his mind. Yeah, uh, I so You got guy. you got Brandon Browning and Bradley Chubb still coming at these guys. Uh, backup linebacker Alex Singleton tying tackling records love last him. week. Uh, we've got great depth in that defense for the Broncos. So. You might be might be right. I might have to – now that we got Brett Rippin in there, I, I certainly don't think it's a downgrade, uh, that no. much of a downgrade from what, how Russ was playing. Russ has been playing horrible. How can it be really any worse?
0: Run the football. Yes. Just run the football. That, that's, all you, that, that's all you can do, and I get the Jets. You could probably pass it on the Jets. Also, uh, Pat Sertan, unreal. I mean, Great. he's already a top five corner I mean, he's he so good. Too. He, he's so good. Yeah. Um, The other reason uh, that I like the Broncos is because the the under the weather is in Denver this week, uh, Jersey, New York jets at Denver Broncos under 38 and a half. I think it's 38. Now Matt updated, updated weather patterns made the weather even worse than it already was. These are two not very good offenses playing in a high wind environment in the Rockies. The temperature is going to start out in the 60s. It's going to drop to the 40s by the end of the kickoff, by the the fourth quarter. Here's the new updated wind. 20 to 30 mile per hour's sustained. They're talking about gusts up to 40, up to 40 on the Rockies in Denver. That's going to be a mess. And there's rain more likely deeper into the afternoon than there is earlier. So that game is going to be a mess. You're Going to have kicks, yeah. They'll kick it long, but can they kick it straight? And that's where we pick up the points. Those kicks are going to be whipping back and forth. Even McManus, God love him. Who's the kicker of the Jets now, Lewis? Do you know
2: honestly? I have no clue. I'm not no clue. <laughs> we,
1: we don't talk about kickers, Dan. We don't, we don't, don't talk yeah, about we kickers, don't, kickers,
0: yeah. That's so true. Know. So true. Why did I even bring it up? It's gonna be a it's gonna be a mess. I don't know how Zach is gonna throw Brent ripping throwing it through the wind. I don't think so. I thought we rip it, but like uh, forty mile an hour winds. I don't know. That's gonna be real tough. So I'm gonna take the under uh, in the Jets Denver low total, but I think it still has.
1: The the lower the total, they kind of been hitting this year though. Once they're yep. below forty, they actually have a better statistical chance of hitting. So I I, I lock that one in. I, I love that pick. So like I said, just two. I shouldn't say poor offense with the Jets, but again, a, an offense playing under pressure, they are gonna be pretty bad, I think, this week. So uh definitely a low total. God knows who's gonna come out with the win in that
0: one. Lord have mercy. Me and Lou make a little mayor's bet.
2: Yeah, I think so. It's Greg Zurlin. That's the uh it's Greg leg. Oh,
0: Greg, Greg leg. Yep. Oh my yeah. god, He <laughs> must be terrible now. Fall from fall from Grace.
2: <laughs> <I can't.
0: laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's kicking on the Super Bowl four years later. He's done the jet. Oh wow. Okay, uh, let's do the other specials. This close, Maddie, and it sucks because we're in the red now at, with the money, money line parlay. Let's 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 get out. Let let's get out from underneath the rock and Let's get to work.
1: And we, and when we did this on Wednesday, I had a live switch. Uh, you were like, yeah. "Are we sticking with the principles?" And I literally changed the entire thing out like five minutes before. We kind of built this together last week, and we feel a lot better about it. I think yeah. too. Uh, we're going to start with Houston Texans who we both like against the Raiders. Again, I think that they are absolutely a live dog against a, just a Raiders team that I don't think they're any good. I know Houston isn't that great, but I think that that's a live dog in that matchup and they're plus two fifty on the money line. So that is just too juicy to pass up. And I'm riding with the, with, with your Seattle Seahawks. Um, nice. I think that, I think that they are in a great spot as well. Um, that number, I don't think people have really caught up with how good that offense is. That They're like top 10 in most metrics DVOA in the league right now. And you mentioned how, bad the Chargers defense has been. So I think that they are a live dog in that spot. Uh, I, the way I had him, I, I don't have it up to, in front of me right now, but uh, Seattle plus 205, Houston plus 250 is plus 967 on the mm. parlay. Sponsored, sponsored by my dog, Tito, the Moneyline Parlay here. <laughs> sponsored by Tito. Uh, and we're going to hit this one this week, right? Right, bud? All right.
0: Correct. He, he, he nods in agreement. I love this pick. I love this pick. And it's two teams – that the matchup scheme is perfect against the other team. So uh, this is like, and coaching, the coaching for these two teams, I think there's a distinct advantage. I hate th- saying that about McDaniels, but I think it's true right now. So I, I love this pick. Great pick. Plus 967. That is hot. That is, that is big game hunting. That is
1: big game hunting. And you, you said, if we hit this one, we're going to be pretty much positive on the rest of the year. If we, if we, even yeah. if we lose out, I think we'll be pretty much flush on the season. So we got to get this one, get the money in the bank.
0: Let's get it. Let's get this bread. Speaking of getting bread, Lewis, you haven't been, like, hitting 100% of everything with the Bet the Narrative. Has the narrative changed since Wednesday? Like, are we sticking with it? Like, you know, <sighs> yes, you're losing some games, but, like, for the most part, you're right, like, generally. So a crystal ball.
2: We we were close last week. We were close. If they make that field goal at the end of the uh, filling the Dallas, yeah. game, that's a needle. Um, yeah. yeah, we're close. We're close on a couple of them. Uh, I listen with the news of Christian McCaffrey. I really don't want to change. I I, I should, and I'm going to hate my pick even more for the Prince of Darkness. I can't see him winning two weeks in, or losing two weeks in a row. Mm. Give me Kansas City
0: mm.
2: minus what is it two two and a half. I don't know, nice yeah.
0: It's
2: gonna be field goal. I the news of Christian McCaffrey really worries me now. But as we know, when I hate the pick, it tends to hit. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, some way. Uh, also this week, Danny, we're riding. Return of the Mac. It's the Mac. Mm. All right. Get it going. New England Patriots, minus seven and a half. Like you said, it's the Bears. This one's going to be an early night. We're going to turn this one off by halftime. It's going to be absolute obliteration by the Patriots, just destroying the Bears. Uh, what's the record that Belichick is going for for most wins? He,
0: he is passing George Halas, the Bears, 40 years. He coached for the Bears for second all-time in wins.
2: Okay, so there you go. We're taking the <laughs> bats on that one, all right? And then the third one, we're going with three this week. Three. I, I hate this one. I can't stand it. I can't stand any of them, really. The New York Giants plus three. Oh. They shouldn't be a dog, but it's big blue. I'm going to have to listen to all of our friends keep talking crap. Oh, look, you counted us out. Here we are. Now we're, oh, yeah. The Giants are back. New York football is back. The, now they all love Daniel Jones. You notice that? They can stand him, mm-hmm. they can there stand is. the guy. And now it's, oh, he's great. He's fantastic. He's the best quarterback quarterback we've had since Eli Manning. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to have to hear it for one more week, folks. Uh, I would take them money line, but I'm taking the points this week just to cover my own butt. So Giants plus three.
0: Oh, I hate that. You're so right. Like I can't stand any of them. It's so egregious of how hypocritical, and just they flipped. Look how athletic he is. Like, it's so ridiculous to me. He can run for touchdowns. It's mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah. So I love the second pick, obviously. I hate the first pick, obviously. But listen, the crystal ball is a crystal ball. We don't mess with it. Like, somehow, some way, it happens. So. Listen,
2: I told you, I don't like him. But I, I'm just reading through, reading through the narrative, man. I got to – this is it. This is what we do.
0: Doesn't like him, which means he loves him. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, boys. It's a kind of an up and down week. I know it's kind of topsy turvy schedule wise, but let's just get this bread. Let's just keep winning. We are winning. What are our records now? Maddie, you're 19, 10, and 1, I think, against the spread this year. I'm 18, 11, and 1. Yeah, Lou, you're 3 and 5, whatever. I mean, like, but you're generally on and under the weather's 4 and 2. I think we can get a money line parlay this week. I just, I feel good. Much better than I did Wednesday. I feel much better now.
1: Yeah, a little more clarity, a little bit of clarity going into the weekend. Uh, yeah, I, I just got to keep the winning ways going. Again, like, feels like we're not as hot at the beginning of the season, but three and two is three and two. Positive weeks are positive weeks. So just got to keep keep piling up the chips.
0: How many people in the country, you know, doing what we're doing at 70%? I don't think so. Not a lot. Not, not a lot. lot. Not a lot of winners out there. A lot of losers. A lot of losers.
1: They're so not to listen,
0: listen to us. They're so not listening to the Sunday card. Come on, baby. You got to get on the train. We thank you, everybody that's been on the train with us, riding, choo-choo, chugging along throughout the season. We got a lot more weeks to go. But, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we're going to be back because that's what we do. We'll see you for week eight. Follow us on Twitter at the Sunday card. Get the picks in on Sunday morning, 10, 11 a.m., somewhere in the area. And then come back next week, and we'll do it all again. For our Steam producer Lemon Pepper Lou Paracone, and for Matty Ice, Matty C. Matt Sobrath, his trusty sidekick Tito, the 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 gambling dog. I'm Dan Zampano. Maddie, I don't know if we can say it again, but I mean, just for intensive purposes, we'll do it because we're together for the most part, even though we are had to have it a couple games. Let's
1: ride.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Tito. Thank you for As t- Tito's riding. Yeah, Tito's riding. We'll see you next week on The Sunday Card. The Sunday Card podcast is co-hosted and directed by Dan Zampano, co-hosted by Matt Silbreth and produced by Lou Paracone. You can listen to The Sunday Card on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also listen to us on Sports Country Radio at sportscountry.net at 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 5 p.m. on Saturdays and again at 11.30 a.m. on Sundays. Follow us on Twitter for all of our picks throughout the regular season, at the Sunday card. And remember, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.